Did you ever wake up and realize how did I overcome so much in my life? Well, yes, I have and I am so grateful for it. Every day that goes by, I have learned that life is about growth. The more you grow, the more success you will have. In this podcast, I interview women that have battled against the unthinkable and have found the power within to succeed through it. Join me in my journey as I share these amazing stories of women rising above it all. Hello and welcome back to The Power Within with Courageous Women. I want to welcome our guest, Nova. She has a background in criminal justice and human resource development. She has experienced adversity throughout her whole life and is dedicated to motivating and empowering others. Her recent memoir, The Sleeper Has Awakened, depicts her journey through trauma and dysfunction to finding healing and forgiveness. It is a story of resilience, accountability, and purpose. She describes this memoir as raw, transparent, and relatable. Welcome, Nova. Thanks for coming on to The Power Within today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Awesome. So as I was just mentioning about your memoir, can you tell us what got you motivated into beginning that? Well, um, 2016, my marriage broke up. And it put me on my back. And I, I sat there for about two and a half years feeling sorry for myself until one day I said, you know, um, I don't want to sit like this for the rest of my life. I need to seek some intervention. I need to do something to help me feel better because it literally hurt me to smile. So I started seeking out methods of intervention. I started going back to yoga. I started uh, going back to acupuncture and a friend of mine referred me to a life coach. Started seeing the life coach and um, part of her criteria was that I go back to the beginning. Going back to the beginning required me to start digging deep, required me to really get to the root of why I was making the decisions that I was making, why um, my thought process was the way it was. And by the time we, we uh, accomplished digging deep, we determined basically that I was stuck as my seven-year-old self. I had a lot of trauma. Why still? I mean, I still, because trauma doesn't go away. You just learn how to manage it. Um, had a lot of trauma and a lot of disappointment, a lot of hurt. Uh, and I just didn't know how to, I guess, combat it anymore. I didn't know how to work through. I don't think I ever did know how to work through it. I think I just, um, I think I was in fight or flight mode for the greater part of my life. And she, the unique thing about her process is that she kept putting my process back on to me. She heard me out. She listened to all my pain um, all my anger, everything I had inside. And she said, you know, why, while I don't negate what happened to you and the things that people did to you and they were certainly wrong, what are you going to do about it? And at first I wasn't, I wasn't able to receive that because I felt like she wasn't on my side. But as I progressed in this process, I said, well, you know, um, maybe I do need to start taking a look. And she recommended that I start to journal, that I start to write my feelings down so I could make sense of them. 
So I said, well, you know, I do journal. I, you know, I type my thoughts in a word document and I save it. And she said, you know, that's, that's not, that's not good enough. You need to write your feelings down. Right, right. It's, funny that you, it's really funny that you mentioned that because um, some people might think that it's okay to journal the way you did, right? <laughs> Writing it, like typing it out, right? Right. But it's a whole different way when you get a book, paper, and write it out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, when you're typing it up, you can, you can backspace. Yep. And erase. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that, you know. But when you're writing down, you're less apt to correct because then you'll have to cross out. Yeah. You're you kind of in a sloppy flow. after a while. Yeah. Right. You know, once you're writing with a pen, you're just going. Mm-hmm. So um, I was a little resistant at first and it took me a while to get started. I, um, I don't know. I don't know why I was so reluctant. But, you know, after a while, I started writing things down. First, it was just anger, just words adjectives just writing down you know different feelings but not really putting anything into paragraphs next thing you know it turned into paragraphs after i had i would say um a nice amount of content i started going back and reviewing just reading my thoughts back and i said oh i you know i started realizing how angry i was and how sad and hurt i was and it just um I just had a reality check. So uh, I kept no, but, writing. But I, I apologize, but before it, I lose my thought, um, so you, you said that when you got your divorce, you realized that you were unhappy and you needed to find a way to find yourself, right? You, you right. did acupuncture, you did yoga. Now, um, how did you feel when you, you started doing those activities? Well, those, both of those activities are really good for your energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Acupuncture is definitely very good for your energy. It, um, and yoga definitely is good for your energy. So it brought about, it started to bring about a calm in me. Mm -hmm. But the thing about those two, you need to be consistent. You know, you can't just go one day and then you feel better. Right. It requires consistency, but those engaging in those activities were just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, they were making, of course, my inner body and my energy feel good and my outer body feel good as well. Right. But my mental, my mental right. state right. You needed, was not, um, it wasn't needed. doing nothing for my, yeah, it wasn't doing anything for my mental state. So I needed something that um, was going to cause me to, to think and release. Open um, up. To, those. to open up, to purge. Mm-hmm. I mean, however you want to classify it and right. the journaling is really what got me to that space. So, um, would you say that, 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 um, because, you know, um, when people go through any type of trauma in their life, they always, um, they hesitate seeking help, right? Because sometimes they think that they can do it on their own. Um, but I believe, okay. And I've witnessed it. We cannot do anything alone. Okay. And we're, we are put in this world to connect with other people and to guide us and, um, as well with whatever, um, you believe in that your creator is guiding you daily through everything in life. So, um, I, I, I'm so happy that you had a great friend to refer you to get 
a coach, you know, because, um, like I mentioned, it's not easy doing anything alone and that you were open and you were open and willing, right? Uh, at that point I was desperate. Uh, Uh, desperation kicked in. uh, Yeah, honestly, I am, my first resort when I'm going through something to seclude, Mm. withdraw. Mm -hmm. And that's why I sat there for two years because Mm. I, um, don't trust everybody Mm -hmm. and feel like I need to process Mm -hmm. before I start talking about what I'm feeling. I need to try to make some sense out of what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And when me and my husband separated, because we're not, I'm technically legally divorced yet. Mm -hmm. um, It was, um, I needed to make sense of it. I didn't understand what happened. I didn't understand why this happened. And, you know, I had, I, I had my sister to speak to, you know, we would sit down and engage in conversation and, you know, she would try to, she would listen and hear what I had to say and, you know, listen to my feelings, but I never could get any relief. I never could make any sense of what was going on. Right. So after a while I just shut up and just went in a hole. I just didn't say anything else. Mm-hmm. Just went in a hole, retreated into myself. And sometimes I wouldn't get out of bed. I'd get up and go to work every day, come home, pull the covers over my head and go to sleep because I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about my life being in the shambles and feeling like I couldn't do anything about it. So I would also say that it was a humbling experience because it showed me that I didn't have as much control as I thought I did. Mm-hmm. It showed me that I wasn't as self-aware as I thought I was. So journaling helped me to bring all of those feelings out. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, I had all of this content. So one day I'm reading my content over and I'm, you know, I, I said, huh, I might, I might have something. I also had a conversation with my father because writing those feelings down prompted me to realize that the things that he, he put me through, the things that other people put me through, they weren't about me per se. They were about where those people were in their lives. So I, I sent my father a text and sent my aunt a text as well and told both of them, you know, um, I understand that, you know, while I may have been disappointed by your actions, you were doing your best at that time. Like, I understand that now. And my father said, you know, wow, you know, um, you know, I think you should write a book because I think that you have something important to say. So I put that in the back of my head and I kept reading the journal over and over. And I said, well, hmm, he might be right. I might have something. So I ended up reconnecting with a friend of mine who had, uh, you know, speaking to on Facebook you know, a college friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And we ended up having a conversation and I told her that I was considering writing a book, but I didn't know how to get started. And she said, well, you know, I'm an author, you know, I have, I've written books and I'm also starting up a publishing company. I can help you with that. She said, I also have an editor that I can refer you to. So if, would you like to speak to her? I said, of course. So I got with the editor. I hired her to edit my manuscript Mm -hmm. and she, when she was done, you know, she marked it up and she fixed the grammatical errors and she came back and she said, you know, you, um, you have something, you know, you, your book is going to help the person that cries himself to sleep at night thinking that there's no hope. She said, I rooted for you. I cried with you. I laughed with you. Um, she said, if I could offer any advice, I would say that you need to give more 
So at first I couldn't receive it. Let's give more. I've given, you know, I, I've written everything down. What do you, what does she mean? Give more. What does she mean? Give more. I don't have anything else to say. I said, okay, back to the drawing board. So I go back a little frustrated. I go back and I start reading the book over and over again, incessantly. And as I read each book, I wouldn't go past each chapter without feeling like I had exhausted everything relevant to that chapter. Right. Mm -hmm. So as I read, it started to jog my memory. I started to remember more stuff. Mm -hmm. So I started to put that down. Mm -hmm. Then I started to run across areas that were vague. I started to expand on that. Mm -hmm. you know what? Digging deeper, digging deeper. Exactly. And um, learning a lot about myself in the process. So before you know what, I had 167 pages in content. And um, it... I realized that it wasn't always the other person that I had work to do too, that I didn't know myself as much as I thought I did, that um, I realized I've been unhappy for the better part of my life, that I've been sad. I've realized that I'm defensive. Um, uh, combative at times, definitely in fight or flight. Mm -hmm. I realized that I was codependent on my own son. I realized that, and with my father, very codependent. I, f I realized that I, I lived the majority of my life wanting to save others because I didn't feel protected. I didn't feel like I had anybody to protect me, so I'm just going to go make everybody else's life better. Mm -hmm. And that was that directly influenced who I chose to engage in relationships with. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about myself writing my feelings down, things that I didn't even realize. I was so busy being angry at people for their offenses, I didn't have any accountability for a long time. I didn't look at myself. I didn't stop and say, you know what? You're making the same mistake over and over again. You, you, you're dealing with, with men and you have breakups and you go and you deal with the same type of person and expect it to be different next time. Writing my feelings down helped me to accomplish all of that. It helped me to realize that I was, I, I believe that in life we are motivated by precepts. Mm -hmm. You know, precepts are, are, are um, a general rule um, that directly influences thought and behavior. Mm -hmm. We are, I think we're all directly influenced by some type of precept in our life, whether it be a negative one or a positive one. I was influenced by negative precepts for the, for the majority of my life. Until you decided enough. Until I decided it was enough and I started to do something about it. Now... I am motivated by positive precepts, self-awareness, uh, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. A big one, emotional intelligence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Positive options, right? Because, you know, emotional intelligence is definitely a big one for me because my temper is not good. My temperament is not good. And when... Um, I started to realize that the answer is not to fly off the handle all the time. And I'm still a work in progress. Every day we I started are. To Every make, day. Yeah. I started to make better decisions. But the more self-aware I became, 
the more emotionally intelligent I'm becoming. Yeah. So I'm learning things about myself every single day. Um, for the most part, I thought that I was stuck. You know, I stayed in a lot of situations because I thought that I couldn't get out, mm-hmm. that I didn't have a better option, that I was doing what I needed to do. But I realize now that I do have options. I just got to do the work. I do have options. I'm never stuck anywhere. I don't have to stay involved with anyone that hurts me mm-hmm. or doesn't treat me well, whether it be intimate relationships, familiar relationships, friendships. If you don't treat me well, I don't have to stay. I don't have to absorb it. But it took me until I was 45 years old to really internalize that. That I don't, you know, I had a false sense of loyalty to a lot of people. I felt like I owed them something. Mm-hmm. I felt like I owed certain family members for sacrificing for me or taking care of me. I felt like I had to take their crap because they took care of me when I was younger. But that's not true. No. I felt, you know, I felt like I owed people things. I don't owe anybody anything but respect, you know, and um, to treat them how I want them to treat me. Right. But I, um, I, I really had a, a, a very bad sense of loyalty growing up. And that caused me to be in some really bad situations. No, but what would you tell women that um, have gone or are going through um, some of the things that you have gone through that have helped you? What would you recommend to them? What would be like the, the, the first three or four steps that they should take? Stay out of the past. I love that. (laughs) Number one. We can't can't, um, can't change what happened yesterday. Right. Um, Concentrate on yourself. Start looking deeper into yourself. Stop focusing on what other people did because you can't change people's behavior. People are who they are. People are who they are. You can yell and scream and rant to people about what they're doing. People know what they're doing. Right. They do it because they they choose to do it. You can't stop them from doing it. Mm -hmm. What you can change is how you carry yourself, what you choose to accept. So if you do the work on yourself and you become more aware of who you are, what you deserve and where you want to be in life and the types of people that you want in your company and your space, then everything else will kind of fall by the wayside. You don't have to, um, you don't have to deal with that. What else do, um, I definitely would recommend writing your feelings down because when you write your feelings down, they become tangible. They definitely become tangible. You, you can sit and, and this is from an overthinker because I'm a person that thinks all the time. My mind is constantly going. Mm-hmm. You can sit thoughts and, a day. <laughs> exactly. You, you can sit and think all day long about, um, what you're feeling, what your goals are, what, how you want to change things, what you wish would be better. But when you start writing those things down, they become real. Mm-hmm. They become tangible. You can actually look at your thoughts and at your goals, and um, it, it, it becomes something to strive for, if right. that makes sense. Yes, it so does. I would definitely, I would definitely make, um, make a recommendation to do that, write your feelings down. So let's recap. Stay out of the past, get to know yourself, stop worrying about 
what other people did and how they're carrying themselves because you can't control it. Mm-hmm. Stop, uh, stop allowing yourself to be the burden of other people's actions. My grandmother taught me that a long time ago and I didn't listen, but I'm listening now. Grandma's and, great advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and she, she went through a lot and, and that's probably how she was able to cope through life um, and write your feelings down. Write them down. Create an environment where your feelings are tangible. Um, I, I even recommend a vision board mm-hmm. because you'd be surprised what will happen when you're creating a vision board. You will re- you'll realize that you have goals that you didn't even think you had right. when you're sitting there creating. There's something about being creative. So those are my recommendations if anybody um, asks. I love them. Thank you, Nova. Um, you're welcome. I believe you, ha- you, you, um, you go, f- I believe that you have a slogan that you live by, right? Mm-hmm. Um, aiming for my higher self for my higher self but higher is spelled differently yes can you share with us where that came to be okay well when I was creating the name of my business I said huh I really like higher self I like upliftment and the whole reason behind my business is to uplift others so I said, okay, higher self, H-I-G-H-E-R, higher self. I said, eh, I don't really like, I don't really like that. It's kind of plain. How can I, how can I play around with it? I am, my, my sister teases me all the time because I, she says that I always, I've named a lot of people's kids, but I like very unique spellings. I will switch a name around in a minute. <laughs> and I said, you know, H-I-G-H-E-R, it's, um, plain I said how can I how can I keep the business higher self but spell it differently and I said "Mm." hierarchy I took h-i-e-r from the word hierarchy hierarchy means upper echelon or um, a point of authority I felt like the word was strong I felt like it represented the whole concept behind my business and I went with it. So I chopped off higher from the word hierarchy. Excellent. And the name of my business is Higher Self. That's how I got it. That's amazing. I love it. Thank you. Now share also um, where you can be found and what you're doing um, with your business to help others. Okay. I can, if you look at my website, you'll be able to find out everything I'm doing. Um, www.hireself.com. It's www.hier.com self.com. I just started the business in December, so I am still building clientele. Right now, I am marketing my book heavily because my plan in my coaching and the workshops that I've written as well, I plan to use my book as the basis of my coaching. Excellent. um, I've written three workshops. Where can your book be found? My book can be found, the ebook and the paperback can be found on Amazon. But if you go to my website and scroll to the bottom, there's a tab that says buy now, click buy now, and it'll take you straight to Amazon. Perfect. I also have an audio book version that can be purchased directly on my website for those audio bookers because that seems to be the thing now. Oh, yeah, that is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I do resumes. I plan to do some career coaching. I have a human resource development background. And my workshops, I've written three workshops. I wrote a workshop on anti-bullying because uh, fourth grade, I was bullied. I was bullied by a group of girls. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it took a lot out of me. It, mm-hmm. it, I didn't understand. I just wanted to be friends. Mm-hmm. I was nine years old and they just didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And um, I know what it is. It, it takes something from you when that happens. I was jumped on, you know, um, isolated, you know, ostracized. Mm-hmm. So I know, you know, I, growing up, I didn't, I was a loner. I didn't fit in. I was always different. Mm-hmm. I was ahead of my time. And I know what it feels like to want to be popular, want to fit in, want people to be my friend and have people pick on you because you don't fit in or, you know, because you have long hair or, you know, it, whatever reason they choose to pick on you. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this workshop that I hope to use to reach out to grades four through nine because that's a that's really a pivotal moment in a person's life, and I, I I hope to get that that up and running really soon. I've also written a vision and self awareness workshop and a parenting workshop as well. The parenting workshop came from my background in criminal justice. I have 13 years of background in criminal justice, corrections, parole and probation, as an agent and a supervisory capacity, and I'm currently an investigator. I've seen many different populations, many different people who have broken the law. I've seen people that have not been, have not had a, a great family dynamic because of their issues, whether it be drug addiction, whether it be abuse, whether it, it, it whether they be young, just mm-hmm. don't know how to be parents. So I created this workshop to offer to people who want to hone their parenting skills and reunify with their children so that's what i have to offer you have some 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 um exciting workshops coming up i guess yes Yes, (laughs) i can't wait that is for sure well thank you so much nova for sharing your story of resilience and and a purpose and um i wish you nothing but success and we will put all that information in our show notes so our listeners could have Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. It's been great talking to you. Same here. Thank you for listening to The Power Within. If you are a courageous woman and you would like to be a guest on my show, let's connect. Also, if you like what you heard, give it a rate and review. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any weekly episode.